listening to the Make Do Review. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Make Do Review podcast. My name is Jack. My name is Emily. And today we are reviewing Quentin Tarantino's ninth feature film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How are you, Emily? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad, actually. I'm not too bad. Had a bit of bad news today. He did indeed. Unfortunately, Jack Anderson is no longer Jack Anderson, the actor. Jack T. Anderson. Jack T. Anderson, yeah. Yeah, I was going through my spotlight um, form, application form, and it all got accepted, but then suddenly... Right as I came out of the movie, I got an email from Spotlight saying it was too similar to another actor's name, which was also Jack Anderson and a different middle name. So I have to change my name, which Mm. is devastating. You have to have a stage name, darling. I know, but I thought my name was good enough for stage, but obviously not. It was too good that it was taken. Exactly. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. (laughs) Today uh, we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Mm, We've just come back from the cinema We literally just came back We have changed clothes and now having a cup of tea We are And uh, before we start I would like to give a special shout out Mm. to the intro that was just played That was created by the Music Radio Creative Mm. And they do a live stream every Friday on YouTube Where you can donate some money if you like, uh, or they just do it for free and they create uh, a little jingle for you for your podcast or radios. Mm-hmm. So a massive shout out to them. They made one for us today and uh, I really like it. I, I do as well. I hope you guys like it it's as well. It's very official. It is. It sounds very good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's just jump into the details of the movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, directed by Quentin Tarantino with a ru- Released on the 14th of August 2019 with a runtime of 2 hours and 41 minutes and a budget of $90 million and a box office of $244.3 million. As of now, not too shabby. Big money. Big money. Big Quentin Tarantino. Money. Big names. If you could see my face, I <laughs> Not the biggest like this year. The biggest so far is still in-game with $2 billion. Crazy. Uh, but I'm assuming it's to do with the big names such as mm. The Man, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and the beautiful Margot Robbie. Mm. But as we realised, many cameos by other actors that we recognise. Yeah, the you would see the usual suspects of uh, the people who are usually in Quentin Tarantino's mm. films and then some big names such as Al Pacino. Uh, yeah. making a small cameo and Kurt Russell as well we had Maya Hawke and Maya Hawke from Stranger Things yep. just a, it was like a small cameo and it was oh uh, Austin Butler who else did we suddenly recognise um I can't remember mm. oh is oh the Chloe? girl from the girl from Haunting Hell oh yes yeah we just recently watched Haunting Hell uh, Haunting on Hell House yeah and uh one of the girls from that was in it as well. And is it Chloe? Chloe? Chloe Grace? No. Who was the one? <laughs> anyway, moving on. No, who was the one who played the, the gingerhead girl? 
Um, I can't remember her name. If I'm honest. To Fanning? Dakota, yeah. That was it, yeah. Yeah, Dakota Fanning. Because we seen her in the credits and uh, we had no idea where she was. And it turned out she was one of the the hippies. And the wonderful late Luke Perry. Mm. Bless him. Anyway, Emily, would you like to give uh, your brief uh, review of the film with no spoilers, please? Mm. Really, really enjoyed this one. I really felt for the characters. I felt invested in them. Uh, the suspense about what exactly was going to happen was really good. Wasn't necessarily expecting the ending up until, like, obviously, kind of the build up to it. Uh, just a quick thing we're gonna save the ending till the end of the podcast mm. because there was a big tw- uh, it's not really a twist but it's a nice little movie moment at the end which uh, i feel like we can really talk about at the end of the podcast yeah. anyway continue um yeah it, it was really clever the characters were great and I, I, yeah i just really really enjoyed this film but i have to say there's gore in it and for some reason obviously tarantino has gore in it anyway you know his films there was something about this one that made it really hard to watch don't really know why i'll have a think about it as we talk but yeah really really enjoyed this came out of the theater thinking yeah he's done it again what about you uh yeah, I agree with that part where you you go. It's a Tarantino film. You go in and you know what you're expecting. You're expecting a big, um, <coughs> excuse me. You you expect the the gore and the dialogue between characters, the interest, the like, the interesting conversations between characters, which had plenty of uh, great direction, amazing acting from the three of them even mm-hmm. though margot robbie was not used at all really she was she had a nice moment uh one nice moment in the film i feel like and mm-hmm. then she's just there as i, I kind of want to say it's a cameo because she's actually playing a real actor yeah yeah um but yeah overall i really enjoyed the film at the beginning i thought i don't know i i was feeling about something a bit off about this film um, there's a lot of interesting editing choices, which I feel like Tarantino loves doing. Mm. I, I think he loves just trying everything that he can to make it a little bit different. Um, some worked, some I felt like didn't work. I thought it was a bit random. But I, I think, as always, it's his films comes down, the best parts comes down comes down to the actors mm. and the, the script. Mm. Great script. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, wasn't my favourite Tantino film, um, but I would say it was better than the last, which was Hateful Eight. Also not a bad film. No, But, you know, I, I feel like when you come off a film such as, like, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, and, you know, um, <clears throat> and Glorious Bastards and Django, it's difficult to stay on that level of, like, amazing films but yeah i'd mm. say we jump into spoilers i think so this is your spoiler alert spoiler alert 
So nice, I had to play it twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, do you want to start things off, Emily? So, the opening of this film, most people have will have seen already as part of the theatrical trailer that came out. It starts off with an interviewer on the set of a Western film with our wonderful Leo and Brad. So, Leo plays Rick Dalton and Brad plays Cliff cliff booth um so it's the two of them uh brad pitt cliff is a stunt double for leonardo dicaprio's character rick and they're being interviewed really briefly um about you know the nature of their work and what they do and how they work together and then it kind of goes off into uh rick's career and how it's not really going where he wanted it to go anymore He's not really getting the roles he wanted. He's playing the same kind of roles. Yeah, he 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 he, he goes to a dinner with um with Cliff, and then um he meets up with Al Pacino, Marvin Schwartz. Yeah, who I think is like a casting director, or I don't know. I I can't remember if the film actually explained who he was, but that's what I kind of saw him as. Mm. And uh, he's he he sits him down and pretty much tells him that your only option right now is to go to like Italy to do yeah. Western films. And um, because he's playing the same character, which is the villain. And mm. if you constantly play the villain, you're just the only way in Hollywood is to go down mm. because you're getting beat by new actors who are coming in and coming as the, the good guy yeah. who everyone roots for. No one's going to root for the bad guy. Mm. Um, and, and it's a great moment of uh, a great bit of acting from Leo, who just breaks down in tears and just he's like, "I'm a husband." <laughs> yeah, to Cliff, and Cliff makes him wear the glasses so he doesn't look like. Yeah, exactly. So Cliff is kind of like his guy. Like, even though he's his stunt double, he's been hired to be his driver uh, now because he got caught multiple. Um, Rick Dalton's been caught multiple times uh, drunk driving, mm. so he now has to have a designated driver, which I thought was a, a a cool a cool way to explain their situation. Yeah, and uh, but they you soon realize that they're not just like working together; they're actually like great friends, mm. and they need each other. Yeah, to, they do. You know, um, it's a really great relationship between the two of them. Yeah. You know, they've got great chemistry together. Mm. Um, and it also becomes quickly apparent that Rick, although he's like complaining about, you know, he's not getting these roles and he's done for and this and the other, you know, and he gets dropped off from his nice car into this beautiful house on a private road in Hollywood. Mm. And then Cliff gets out of the nice car into his own kind of beat up car oh, and yeah. drives to this trailer. Because he explains that he's not, even though he's a stunt double, he's not actually worked in years yeah. because there's a rumour or if it's true or not, which I thought was a weird detail in the movie. I said this to you. Mm. that um, th- I don't know. Um, obviously, um, Rick Dalton believes it to be as a rumour, but there's speculations going around in Hollywood that this stunt double Cliff uh, murdered his wife on a yeah. boat. And it's just a weird detail. It has a really short yeah, scene. Yeah, he, he's like holding a harpoon gun and then she's just like like 
going at him, wanting to fight, and it's like, you know what? You don't want to even fight with me anymore. I want to fight with you. And it just cuts to him, and he's got this gun in it his hand. Yeah, it doesn't. Show it doesn't what show happens, it, but. but- it's it's a guess. weird detail. It's it's definitely a Tarantino thing, mm. but it's it's such a weird detail. But it never like comes to anything. It, it, like you know, it, it never gets resolved or anything. So it's no. just it's just random. It's not really an important bit of information for you to know for I the get, plot. But well, I guess it's there. to show that he's not working. Yeah, he he, he can't get jobs because then it, 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 there's a flashback where it cuts to Kurt Russell and he, they're on a production of one of his films and um, Rick Dalton. Is like demand is like begging actually uh, to Kurt Russell's character that um, Cliff can be his stunt double because they work well together and he's like I need him and then he's like no <laughs> no because my I work with my wife <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean <laughs> and my I, wife believes that yeah, you killed your wife I, I, my wife believes that he killed his wife um, so, so yeah mm. it, it's a weird detail. God, so much happens. Uh, yeah, it, it's like it's the plot isn't like one continuous. It kind of goes back and forward. Mm. There's like sometimes there's like flashbacks, and then sometimes it's still the same day from like quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does that. We I, I actually want to talk about my favorite. Oh, go on then. Apart from the ending, this was probably my favorite part. Is when um, uh, Rick is on set. Mm. of this uh, new western he's doing and he got casted and um the whole thing is just like it's it's so real to what like being on set is mm. you know he meets the casting director and he absolutely loves him it's like you are the part and all that mm. and then he and he's explaining to like the makeup designer and the the costume designer what he wants but then rick becomes a bit uneasy because he wants to cover his face because he's so used to being like he's the face mm. but then they're like but then the casting director has this great moment where it's like i didn't cast like rick dalton i cast you know this character mm. you're an actor so do it i don't <laughs> you know? want to see you i want to see the character yeah exactly yeah. and uh, the whole the the whole scene where he's just in the set is brewing and he meets this uh this little ghetto who's uh, an mm. a, an actor, as she uh, calls herself, because actress is, um, what does she say it is? I can't remember. Yeah. But she made makes some sort of comment about not liking actress as a term. Yeah, exactly. Which I agree. I, I, know, I, I wouldn't call a female actor an actress. I'd call her an actor, because we're all actors. Mm. Um, so he, he has this nice conversation with her, uh, and they're talking about um, the books that they're reading. I can't find this act little no, girl's name. No, that's all right. Um, but uh, is that <laughs> this this really good moment where um, Rick is telling this little girl about the book that he's reading, and it's about uh, you know, a, like I think it was about a cowboy uh, and how he used to like mm. tame horses, but then he actually like hurt his hip like it, it never crippled him but it, it was never the same like he, he couldn't really ride a horse the same way mm. and it just breaks down in tears because <laughs> it, it's reflecting on his career yeah of being like a has-been 
and like being great and now it's all going downhill for him and, and then the little girl's going up to him it's like it's okay it's a really touching story I even cried and I never read it and it was like well that'll be you in 15 years yeah. and she's like what and he's like I'm only kidding and he's like mm-hmm. you know I'm just playing with you and there's another that whole kind of section is brilliant because there's another bit where he's on set and yeah. that it, it kind of shows it as if it's like it you are watching the film. Oh and yeah, then, it's you know, a great bit of direction. It's really great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he he stops and he looks at the camera and he goes line. Yeah. And so someone then feeds him the line and they kind of get back uh, into character. Even he, and even that, that moment. Yeah, even that moment was like line and then he's like saying it with the person saying it because mm. I do that when I ask for a line. I'm like, it's this line, isn't it? It's this one, like. I know the line, but I need the reassurance. Yeah. You know, and then as soon as he starts saying it, because there's even a bit when he's like, oh, you know, fucking line. What is it? What? Is it? Tell me the line. I'm screwing this up. And yeah. then, and then like she starts to say it and then he like stops her. He puts his hand up. He's like, stop. Like I do that. Yeah, it's like, it's like the most relatable thing where I ask for the line, but I only need like the first word. Mm. And as soon as that word kicks in, I'm like, no, I'm ready. Yeah. Don't so, stop, stop talking. So you yeah. see that the actors kind of reset and you see the camera pan back around to where it was and they restart that little Yeah, section. that was great. The the camera like swooshing yeah. background. That whole bit was really well done. And then mm. it follows up with him and his trailer and he's just having a go at himself <laughs> for not remembering his lines. And he's like, sit, you're drunk. You're going to stop drinking. And then yeah. he takes a swig from his um, flask. hip flask and yeah. then he looks at it and he throws it out of the door. <laughs> and then he's in, in the mirror like telling himself I, off. I, I will blow you fucking brains out yeah. if you take another tr- if you forget these lines again <laughs> and then and then it goes to the other scene which again is done in a similar way like you're watching the film yeah yeah and um and he does it fantastic obviously it. he nails yeah. it. it's an amazing performance and then obviously uh it keeps going and then the director's like and stare <laughs> yeah, scary hamlet dark yeah. scary hamlet give me more sexy dark scary hamlet and cut yeah. and, oh, and then it's like kind of panned out to show the crew and everything and everyone's like giving him his praise yeah and, and then oh. there's the sweet moments like the little girl goes up to him it's like that was some of the best acting I've ever seen in my life and he's just like well thank you that, <laughs> and he breaks yeah. down and starts crying it's like Rick fucking Dalton <laughs> that, that, just that whole section I think is probably my favourite section just the way it was shot I and, think so and too I think that was my favourite the bit. whole working the layers of the characters and the actors and Cause stuff because the way I see this film there's like three main sections mm. so you've got the section in the western you've got the with um, Rick you've got the section with Cliff and the happy girl and oh, then yeah. you've got the ending that's the way I see the film Mm. Like these three main parts. Should we talk about uh, Cliff and the? the yeah, yeah. Now? So there's like through through the beginning of the film, you keep it keeps cutting to like Cliff, and he keeps driving past this happy girl. This is like happies are like a. I think this must have been like the start of that kind of phase. It's definitely the seventies. Yeah, because it's hippies, the seventies. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was it's set in like sixty nine. So mm-hmm. it's like that phase where they're coming up, and then it shows like. They're all barefoot and, you know... Um, free love. Free love, peace, and they're scrounging for food and all mm. that. Um, you know, you know, and they're having... They hate the police. Mm. Um, so it, we keep seeing Clef run into this girl. Oh, her name escapes me. Oh, I know her name. Isn't it Pussy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Wait. 
Let is me it, find. It's either it's like pussy cat or something. Cause I, I remember the joke where they're like, "We love pussy." It is pussy cat. Yeah. yeah, and they call her pussy. Yeah, so that's definitely a Tarantino line. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, he they keep running into each other. Well, they run into each other three times. And then finally Cliff... Um, She's trying to hitchhike. Hitchhike. And then he finally says yes to her. And uh, they drive off. And she says that she wants to go to this movie lot, that, uh, which we don't know yet, but he used to work at for the show that him and Rick did called... Was it uh, Bounty Law? Mm. I think it was called, yeah. Um and he's like, you, you know that you, you're going to this place. You're going to this lot. And she's like, yeah. He's like, that lot. And then it's like, you know he knows what it is. Mm. So and then he's like, okay, I'll take you there. And then they're driving off. There's this, uh, this is the whole weird moment where it's like, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of these things where it's like, it's, she's a, clearly an underage girl. And then she's just like, you know, do you want me like have sex with you in the car? Yeah, she she literally turns to him. They're just having like a normal conversation. Yeah. She goes, "Do you want me to suck your dick while she you're driving?" And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, well, can I see some ID from you?" Yeah, please? And, then, and then she's like, "What are you talking about?" And it's like, "Well, it's like I've had many chances to go to prison in my life, and not once have I been in prison, and I'm not going to prison for you. Yeah, no offense." <laughs> Which I thought was, uh, you know, that it was it was. I, thank God it ended that way. <laughs> yeah, I know. As soon as once, she said that, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Where once is again, this it was going? like those jarring moments where you're just like, "Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay." But anyway, so they end that up. That wasn't the weird part. <laughs> yeah, so they end up at the movie lot, and uh, he obviously knows. Uh, so he, I think he explains to her that like, I used to work there mm-hmm. on a show that I used to do because I'm a stunt double. Um, and then they show up there, it's, like, abandoned, except for all these, like, groups of hippies that are, like, shacking up there. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, it keeps cutting to this uh, little house that's, like, on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, and there's obviously a, a leader in there, which is Dakota Fanning, which we find out eventually. Um, and she's like, who's pulling in the car? That's a strange car. I don't know that car. And then she's like, keep an eye on that car and tell me who it is and tell me when the, when he starts coming over here. And then it's just this weird tension because yeah, because then Cliff finally explains, is like, I think it's George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the guy who run uh, the lot and ran the lot and lived there in that little house was named George and he used to work with him. So he's going about going, oh, where's George? Does he still live here? And they're like, yeah they're all being really shady yeah, they're, they're like they? yeah he still lives here and then it's like well can i go talk to him and then they're like no you can't do that and then he's like well why not and then they're like oh it's because it's nap time mm. so it sounds really shady and then he's eventually like nah i'm gonna go up to that mm. house and see for myself uh, you know it's a great brad pet acting yeah. you know he, he's he's so good at that kind of stuff you know where he's just like he's like a no-nonsense guy mm. like no nah, i'm gonna sort this out myself and then eventually he gets to the door and then everyone's everyone's there to greet him as well to make sure he's not like like bad news or yeah. anything like that to make sure he's okay to be there and then eventually he gets to the house and dakota fan and co- locks the door and comes to the, like the mm. the door and speaks to him and says she can't see him he's napping yeah. and all that 
and we ha- he has to be up at this time so we can watch FBI together, which is an old television show. Um, yeah, and it's it's just really shady, but it it, it builds up for like quite a while. It does because there's there's a lot of the hippies on this lot. Like they keep mm. kind of calling out from all the different like bits of the house. Yeah, and they set do. And stuff. Yeah, and so it's quite eerie. Like you're just yeah, waiting you you're for expecting the worst. Happen. You're expecting the worst. Like I was expecting to see a dead body. Yeah, like, I was expecting them to see like his corpse. Like like, like mm. I don't know. I expected them to be cannibals or something. I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I just expected for him to just be dead or something. No, I expected like his like half eaten corpse or something to be there and I was like, oh no, I don't I'm not looking forward to this. Um But no. But no, they were all telling the truth in the end. He was napping. He oh and then they were like they kept adding stuff to the story like, oh he's napping. Oh no he won't wake up because I fucked his brains out. (laughs) You know, you'll need to shake him if he doesn't wake up. Oh by the way he's blind as well. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, he's dead. He's so dead. But then no, he is blind. He was napping and he is happy with these people to stay there. Because Mm. the whole thing was like Cliff was like, Are these people taking advantage of you? I'm here to help you. I just want to make sure you're okay. And he doesn't want his help because obviously he's got a little young piece to himself. And, mm. you know, he's an old man and he's blind. I have to say, Dakota Fanning, incredible. Neither of us realised it was her. I, I just think because I'm so used to her as a child. Yeah. You know, for like War of the, War of the Worlds yeah, and stuff. Yeah, or seeing her as, um, as uh, Aurora from Maleficent. That's her, right? No. Is it not? I don't think it is. Are you sure? I'm not sure. Are you sure? <laughs> Am I sure I know who I'm talking about? I know who I'm talking about. But yeah, I, I know who you're confused. talking about too, but... Um, I'm... Anyway, I'm just not used to seeing her. N- no, it's not. It's Ellie I... Fanning. Does that mean they're sisters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're... Oh my gosh, they look so alike, don't they? <laughs> they do a bit. I see what you mean. I knew anyway, who... so as that... soon as you said that, I knew what you meant. So I had. <laughs> you the thought two it was hard. Yeah. Basically, I had the two sisters as one. I don't know in if they mind. are sisters. They may be. It's the same last name. In my mind. So I was used to seeing them as mm. not those kind of roles. So to see her playing such a foul mouthed, like, grubby yeah it did honestly because I, I as soon as i see her name in the opening credits i was like oh where's she in this mm. and I, I had no idea who she was but anyway uh so it moves on he's leaving the house um pussycat is not happy um um because she uh, he embarrassed her in front of everyone because she thought that everyone was going to love him but uh no he was not happy to be there um and then yeah th- there's this like cool moment where he's leaving so they're all like get out of here get out you're no good mm. here and then he's got a knife in his uh tire but it's not his car it's uh rick's car 
And then there's this cool moment where he turns around and sees uh, one of the hellbelly hippies just laughing at him. He's like, you do this? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, well, that's, this isn't my car. If my boss finds out that this is happening in his car, I get in trouble. But luckily, he's got a spare. Throws out the tire, spare tire, and he's like, fix it. And he mm. just goes up to him and beats the living hell out of him. Mm. And it's like brutal. And he's it, just, and the, and then all the women are watching it, and um, yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. It's like the first kind of brutal thing that we we see in this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just it was. I would say like that was the big second moment, and then mm. and then we think that he's gonna get um, like, um, attacked by this other character called Rex. It was on a horse. Rex or Tex? Tex. Tex. Yeah. Sorry, Tex. Yeah. Um, and then he's running out, and then eventually he gets there, but uh, Cliff is driving off. Tex, played by Austin Butler. Who's going to play Elvis. Because mm-hmm. we both recognised them, we didn't know what it was, but it's because recently he was announced to play Elvis in the new biopic. Um, which, good for him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'd say we get into like the third act now, like the ending. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially what happens is it it cuts to um you know uh, like th- 6 months later or something like that. I can't mm. remember. Yeah. And uh Cliff and uh, Rick are flying back uh from Italy. Mm. Uh and they've just done a few other mov- a few more movies there. He took he ended up taking the deal and doing uh, Italian movies yeah uh you know like a james bond knockoff and a couple of wet more westerns mm. and stuff like that he gets married he gets cliff married, gets married. Cl- not cliff, no rick. uh rick. rick gets married to an italian woman and uh they're flying back and then um rick and cliff uh w- had to have a discussion where rick couldn't afford them anymore Mm. because he had to he even had to sell his big house and they're going to get a condo together him and his wife and uh he won't be able to afford his services anymore mm. and so and then the whole movie ends up being narrated mm. by, by i think this it was Kurt, i think it was Kurt yeah. russell who was narrating it as well uh so but the way it's done is it feels like a police report yeah, it's like eleven oh five. Yeah, exactly. So so goes. Yeah, it's, it's it's the time, and it's like really specific details. So it ends up being Margot Robbie's character, uh, Sharon Tate, mm. is out for dinner with her friends and her husband. Not her husband. Yeah, her husband. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're out for dinner in one in a different in a Mexican restaurant. Clint, uh, Cliff and Rick are in a different Mexican restaurant and they're getting absolutely wasted, mm. you know, to say goodbye to each other. Everyone ends up home around 10-ish, 11-ish or something like that. Uh, and then, you know, Cliff wants to walk his dog uh, and then he Cliff ends up... got a hold of this acid-laced cigarette. An acid-dipped cigarette. Cigarette mm. dipped with acid that he saved like months ago, and he's like, "Tonight's the night." He smokes it. He starts tripping, walks the dog, leaves, 
and then a car pulls up, like this old beat-up car. Rick is making margaritas. margaritas. Uh, this car pulls up, and it's the hippies from before, except they're all like dressed different. They're all mm. in the black attire, and this what? So we have to link back. Or do we want to... No, no, no. Okay, keep... Sorry, keep going. I'm going to link back. Okay, okay. Um, And then Rick gets pissed. He runs outside with his uh, jug of margarita and starts shouting at these hippies. He's like, get off my property. This is a private road. It's midnight. You, you, you know, get that muffler fixed. And then they're like, you. then we see that they're holding a gun. Like, Mm. they're obviously here to do some bad stuff. Originally, I thought they were there to... Uh, get um, Cliff. Yeah, same here. But no. Because it's the same hippies. Uh, and then they drive off and then uh, uh, Rick goes back into his house and then it's the hippies at the bottom of the street and then they're talking about a guy who... Oh, I know what you want to link back to. Yeah. We'll, we'll link back to that. Uh, they're talking about a guy told him, told them to murder people as gruesome as they can. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did I just hear that myself? And uh, uh, Maya Hawke, who plays Robin in Stranger Things season three, is there. She makes a little cameo. Mm. Uh, and it, it's a funny moment because then they're they're all kind of like, you know, they're like, oh, that was Rick they're Dalton. Tripping, yeah, they're they? all tripping on something. They're like, that was Rick Dalton. I remember him. I used to have his him in a lunchbox and all that. <laughs> and then they're like, hold on. Here's an idea. These are the people who showed uh, who we watched murdering people on TV. So how about we celebrate that by murdering them? Mm. It's like really dark and twisty. Yeah, they're like, they taught us this when we were growing yeah. up, so we so, should, you know, it's their fault, really. Yeah, it's their fault because they taught us it. And then, uh, so yeah, they're walking up the street with their knives and the guy's got a gun. And then, yeah, uh, my hawk is like, oh, I, I forgot my knife in the car. Can I get the keys? Gets the keys, runs to the car, and drives yeah. off. She has it's the like, sense it's, to be like, it's nah. so it's so quick. Like, she's just gone. She's like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Um. And then the three of them are walking up the street. He, uh, Rick is in the pool, uh, listening yeah, to the radio. He's got his on. headphones on. He's got his margarita. He's got his margarita. Cliff is back in the house with the dog. He's setting up his dog's dinner. He's trying to anyway. He's trying to. He's like tripping at this point. He's like, at one moment he's like waving his arms and just staring at it. Yeah. It's, it's really funny stuff from Brad Pitt. Um, and yeah, so all of a sudden uh, the dog can like, oh, and um, um, Rick's wife is Rick's asleep. Rick's wife is asleep. Um, and then all of a sudden the dog is uneasy and he's like, what's wrong? And then all of a sudden he realises the door gets booted down with the two of them. One comes at the back door, uh, two girls with a knife, guy with a gun. <laughs> and then uh, Cliff is just sit, standing there and he's just kind of laughing. He's holding the dog food, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's holding the can of dog food and he's just laughing. He's like, are you real right now? Yeah, and then, <laughs> it's and like, then I'm real as a donut, baby. Yeah, and, then, and then he starts laughing even yeah, more. And then, and then they start laughing because they don't really know Yeah, because they're what like, what, what's going on? What do we do? And then they're all just laughing. And then he's like, oh, wait, I remember you. Yeah, from the movie lot. And I was like, what's your name? I can't remember. It's like, my name's the devil. And I'm coming here to kill you. And it's like, Nah, it was dumber than that. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the girl behind him was like, come on, kill him, Tex. And he's like, Tex, that's it. 
and then um and then he does it and then the dog Ooh. this is this is where all hell breaks loose this is the this is like the, violence yeah that, and, and the weirdest thing i feel like it's the most gruesome thing yeah. i've seen because most of his deaths like the the gore in tarantino is kind of played up where it's like over the top so it's kind of funny you know how in like Django when he's doing the shootout yeah. and there's just blood spurting ever, it's funny. You know, because it, it's, it's so comical. It's over the top. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's over not the top. Realistic. But this is brutal. Mm. This is like so brutal. And it, it's it's more realistic. Yeah, yeah, because it's just hand to hand. I think that's yeah. What's it, 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 like, there's no guns it. really. You know, no one gets shot in the end. No. So straight up, uh, so the first thing he does, he um, dog. What's the what's the dog's name again? That's going to annoy me. We can't remember. Uh, <laughs> Emily, uh, Emily's brain is melting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the dog is, like, tearing this uh, uh, text up, like, ripping him apart, going for his junk and everything. Oh. Like, oh, it's so brutal. And then one of the girls is r- screaming and running at uh, Cliff with a knife, and he just launches the can of dog food right in her face and it totally cracks her nose like inwards yeah Yeah, and then she's just on the ground screaming and then um yes and everyone's just kind of standing there and then the wife has come the wife oh and the wife yeah the wife got told to come out and stand with them and then she just goes hey you just and then she's like that's what you get for coming into my house and then and then she start the girl stands up again with this knife and then she's like she literally jumps up and then it's so funny it's, it's a really it's like, funny moment she tried but it didn't work so she and then it, and she? then he uh and then he gets the dog to get attack the other girl oh and then she's like it's like tearing her she's apart the most be- yeah yeah she was screaming yeah and then and then the ginger girl runs and tackles Cliff. And then there's like a quiet moment where they're just kind of staring at each other and they turn to each other and there's like a... He's got stabbed. Yeah, there's a knife in, in his hip, hip. And he's like, oh, <laughs> this he, is yeah, real. He's still <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, okay. And then he grabs her by the hair and just smacks her on, on like the coffee table, the wall, the phone on the wall. like The mantelpiece. The mantelpiece, like, beating her face like it's you can't even see her face anymore it's gone it's like just a mushy mess it is brutal yeah so this other girl's on the floor getting absolutely and then he like he, he, and then he like takes care of the other guy stomps his face in as well like it, it, did you notice that yeah. that he like crushed his face and then um yeah so the girl gets rid of the dog by shooting the gun in the air the mm-hmm. dog gets scared and then she runs out the glass window <laughs> where Rick is just sitting there with a the margarita. He has no idea. And, yeah, and then she runs out and she's screaming. He's like, ah, what her the hell? Her face is all distorted and ripped <laughs> Yeah, and she's glass she's in her face. So she jumps in the pool. The she, sh- she comes out the pool, shoots the gun in the air. And then Rick is just like, instinct, goes in his, uh, his, like, tool, shed. Yeah, his tool shed and whips out the flamethrower that he had in a movie set and just burns her in the pool he's like so freaked out he's like yeah yeah yeah. and then yeah she's burnt to a crisp and it's like it's horrible and then the police arrive and uh they're taking their statements they're having a laugh about it you know and and then all of a sudden uh all of a sudden yeah they go 
Um, so, uh, what's his name? Cliff goes to hospital, and then the neighbor comes down to the gate, and he's like, "Margot Robbie's character's husband." Yeah, he he comes down, and he's like, "What the hell happened?" Um, he tells the whole situation. Margot Robbie comes on the intercom, and mm. then they start talking, and they invite him up to their house and this is a really lovely it's, moment it, yeah, because, because the it, whole time mm. through um oh that's my timer <laughs> the whole time through that um rick keeps saying like oh he's he's the son of a, a really famous director like if i can only like throw a pool party or something like get to know him like get a foot in that door no he was a director Oh, he was the director. Yeah, it was the director of Rosemary's Baby. Oh, so he... And he's like, he's my neighbour. Yeah, you know? I need to just get in with him and like then, you know, oh, the that, career will pick up. Party. And so yeah. at this moment in the film, like he... he yeah. He's like, oh, do you, want, do you want to come in for a drink? So they, yeah. then the gates swing open and Rick walks up to him. And that was such a nice piece of imagery to go with like that literal sense of like this door has now opened to him. Yeah. But... So it ends on a nice note, but if you don't know who Sharon Tate and uh, the director, Roman uh, Polanski, is, uh, they were real-life people, and that uh, that moment when they go into the house, so there's five of them in total, mm. and it's to do with the Tate murders. And... Um, as Emily was saying, there was a moment at the film where a guy comes up to the Tate's house. This is what I wanted to link back to. The Polanski's yeah. house. And there's a guy there and he's like, oh, I thought this was someone else's house. And it, it never gets touched on again. No. And then he, he just leaves and that's it. But what we... Um, what we've now discovered. Yeah. What we discovered was it was uh, Ch- the Charles Manson murder mm. murderer. Who murdered, um, you know, uh, well, the characters like Tex and so, so the, th- the people that were attacking uh, Rex House and all that were, the, were also real life people because they were under the direction of Charles Manson mm. who m- ended up murdering um, Sharon Tate and yeah. Roman Palanski. So when they're in the car and they say, oh, he said to kill them in the most gruesome that way. That was they're referring Charles Manson. Charles yeah. Manson, yeah. So it ends on a nice note, but obviously you've got these fictional characters and these real life characters and it actually they intertwine into this real life story. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to read off uh, a little summary of what happened. The Tate murderer... The Tate murders were murders of five people conducted by the members of the Manson family on August 8th and 9th, 1969. Four members of the Manson family invaded the rented home of a married celebrity couple, actress Sharon Tate and director Roman Polanski. They murdered Tate, who was eight and a half months pregnant, along with three friends who were visiting at the time, and an 18-year-old visitor who was slain as he was... as he was departing the home, Polanski was not pr- was not present on the night of the murders, mm. as he was working on a film in Europe. Also, Polanski never got murdered, mm. um, but his wife did, and uh, the friends did. Um, and the way Tarantino has directed this now is he's that other member who got murdered, mm. so he was that other friend. So it, yeah. it's it's a really 
sad moment. So what I would recommend if you were going to watch this film is to read up about Sharon Tate first. Yeah. Um, because re- re- I would love to now rewatch it, knowing knowing this, these details. Yeah, there's like little bits that I can kind of think of now. I'm like, oh, okay, I can kind of see it hinting towards different things. Yeah, but the fact that Tarantino builds up this whole storyline and he shows the murderer come to their house, but yeah, he in the film he never touches on it again. We never see the no. touch again. Never hear a name or anything. Um, and it's only kind of coming out of it and reading the synopsis you realise, oh, that is who that was. Yeah. So Brutal. Clever. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was our review of Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Emily, would you like to give your final re- rundown of the movie and your rating, please? Um. Yep. Yeah, still think this was a really good movie. Uh, really loved the artistry of the shots and the acting and oh, it it was a really like visual feast of stuff to watch. Um, very gory at the end, uh, and the way that he kind of has left it for us to read up about what happened in real life. I have to give this. Ooh. A four out of five. Very nice. Mm. Four out of five. How from about you? Emily Frayne. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Great directing as always. Uh, amazing acting. It was just, it's nice seeing a film where actors get to show off their stuff. Yeah. You know, they, they just have nice moments of great acting. Um, and I love that. Uh, great cast. I feel like they could have used Margot Robbie a little bit more. She's a great actress. Mm. Uh, actor. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, contradicted myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I felt like she could have been used more. But um, she did have nice moments. Um, but uh, not my favourite Tarantino film. But uh, definitely a great film. Great mm. writing. And, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about it. It was just a really good film. And I will give this uh, four hippies out of five. I was trying to think of something (laughs) and I couldn't couldn't think. (laughs) Four solid hippies out of five Mm -hmm. slain for this film. Yeah. Yeah. Four dead hippies (laughs) out of five. Uh. Thank you so much for listening to the Make Do Review podcast. Uh, My name is Jack. My name is Emily. And that will do. That will do. You're listening to the Make Do Review.